for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. This is episode 64. No, I'm not going to start rapping. Guys, guys, we do not have Walton here today, but have no fear. I've got with me Awesome Memer, part of the Meme Factory and one of the hosts of the upcoming Having Party. That's right. I've got Greg Zaj joining me on Pleb Underground. Greg, thank you so much for joining me on the show and inadvertently becoming my co-host for this episode. Welcome, everybody. Welcome in. You made it to another episode of the Pleb Underground Podcast. This is episode 64. It, I'm so channel. excited to be the co-host. It's Moving a YouTube forward. show, Greg. What? It's a YouTube show. It's a YouTube show. It's not a podcast. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, like, like, yours is not, like yours is not a YouTube show. It's a test stream. Right. This is a YouTube right. show and not a podcast. Nobody's ever going to shut us down. That's why. It's <laughs> that's true. That's actually true. So actually, uh, speaking of which. Forward, I've been told. Speaking of which, before we dive into the numbers, how many test streams have you done? Low hundreds, 105, 106. What have you learned in 106 test streams? Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I've learned that there is an endless pit of interesting Bitcoiners and I still have to show up every week to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> well said. All right. I, look, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It also, I, I know it, in my case, it keeps me interested in yeah. uh, in Bitcoin, yeah. keeps me interested in kind of like what's happening. And it does also leave some credence to the fact that there is this unspoken social layer in Bitcoin that we pretend doesn't exist, but that exists very much. Skin in the game. Skin. Y'all know my face <laughs> and my positions. <laughs> oh god all right guys you can see what type of episode this is gonna be and we are gonna move it on over to the numbers the numbers of course brought to you by timechainstats.com and at the time of this recording the block height is 818,310 the bitcoin fiat exchange 37,857 total public Lightning capacity, 5,354. Moscow time, 2641. Fastest fee, look at that, 39 sats per V-byte. Guys, we're 150 days away from the halvening. And of course, the chain rewrite days, 672. How are you feeling about those numbers, Greg? Correct me if I'm wrong, but those, uh, those sats per V-byte were a lot higher not that long ago. Look, not gonna lie, the ordinal wizards were busy fixing Bitcoin with pictures. They were. Is that what it was? They fixed it? Yeah, they fixed Horrible. it. Oh, they fixed it. it, for it. Us. Listen, it was broken before. It was totally broken. I'm oh, so God. glad they fixed it. Really what fixed that security it. budget problem. Yeah. We were gonna go into the minor death spiral if it wasn't for the benevolent ordinal wizards. And they put us into a major death spiral. That's <laughs> <laughs> Please, please <laughs> explain that. Well, you said minor, and yeah. then oh, you went with the major. Oh, I'm a okay, I got it. I got. That's I'm just regarded. I, I didn't. It's just a bad joke. No, it was good. You did a good play on words, and I'm just an idiot. So, well played, well played. All right, let's take a look at our first our first article for the numbers. All right, guys, we've got this tweet from Zach Vol, and and I know you're you're thinking, what the hell does this have to do with the numbers? But please let me just plead my case. I take OPSEC very seriously. That's why I'm buying a bright orange hat that says ledger with a pocket to hold my ledger whenever I walk around in public. What could go wrong? And let's just take a quick look. It's, it's a 24 second vid. Hold on, this is not my thing. This music is tired. Sorry, people have to play from else. Who's wearing that? Let's go talk to the DJ or well, I'm out of here. All right, guys. This guy looks like a pedophile. Who is that? He's got a pedo look. But I, I just want to point out the reason why this is part of the numbers is because I, I'm I'm kind of tossing back and forth um what percentage of head injuries ledger 
is going to be contributing to in the future. That's that's really what I'm thinking of. Like a crescent shape indentation. It's like wearing a traffic cone on your head that could be worth hundreds of thousands, if not millions of, right, fiat. You remember Mr. T? I sure do. I sure do. Mr. T made a statement back in the 80s or the early 90s. He used to wear like these heavy chains and he used to like, for him, it was a representation of how much money he was making at that point in time. Now he doesn't wear big chains, he wears little chains. But like, this is worse than that. So like, not only are you advertising, here's my shit, come steal it. Like, at least with a chain, you didn't know if it was like plated gold or just like steel colored gold. Like this guy, whoever's coming after you knows you've got you've got Bitcoin and he's going to hit you with a wrench and take it like it's the dumbest thing. Also, it looks great. It Wait, what looks great? The gold chains or the giant traffic? The hat. I was just I was just remarking on the uh, the stylish looks of the hat. I mean, it looks stylish. You would wear that out with with your wife. You could see. No, I mean, it, only if I felt like not. Where, remember. where would you wear that exactly? Um. You know, you could wear that at the bibliotheque. The bibliotheque. Uh, yeah, you can yeah, wear it. For the people who don't understand that, that's library in English. Yeah. You can wear it at the discotheque. Um, uh, anything with a tech, really. Yeah, the beef tech. The beef tech. So, in other words, you're never, you're never yeah. wearing that hat, is what you're telling people. Never. Okay. Never. Okay, so I, I just I, I'm thinking about this. Okay, I, I I'm also I'm also thinking about this with that hat, Mr. T. Would would you would you fuck with Mr. T? Like if let's say you didn't know he was Mr. T. You see this big dude, right? He's walking by you in the street, right? Like would you would you instinctively think I'm gonna punch this guy in the face and I'm going to take his chains? Prime Mr. T? No, not Prime Mr. T. Right? I'm not talking about today. Just T. I, I mean, <laughs> T. yeah, right. Yeah. Little T now. <laughs> okay, but think of the think of the dude. Not not trying to be mean, just being realistic. Think of the dude that is buying that hat, that is wearing that hat around with his hardware wallet in it. I feel Do like you that dude. Think he's going to be as intimidating as Mr. T. That dude has monkey JPEGs on his on his uh, JPEGs. That's right. Twitter profile. That's right. He's storing monkey JPEGs on his ledger. I feel bad for the criminal coming after him with that wrench. He's not going to get what he thinks he's getting. <laughs> he's getting. <laughs> he stuck me with shit coins. Now I have to trade all of this. Shit coins? Crap. Fuck. Plus and it's a ledger. ledger. Like you could have you gotten all that information off of a leak already anyway. You couldn't, didn't have to leave your house with a wrench. You could just hopped online and all right, let's take a look at the leak data. All right, got it. Okay. This is exactly it. So guys, look, the reality is that hat is definitely contributing to head injuries. Just saying. Now, on a more it's serious not, It's not uh, getting anybody laid, that's for sure. It's not getting who laid? Anybody. Anybody wearing that hat is not getting laid. No. Sorry. No. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the equivalent to wearing the wizard hat. It's worse. Just saying. Just saying. Wizard hat, you get, you've at least got communities where that's like normal, like if you're LARPing or if you're uh, if you're going to medieval fairs a lot, you know, nobody's going to blink at a, at a wizard hat. There is nowhere you can go with this ledger hat where somebody's not going to make fun of you or wonder what the hell you're doing with your life. This is true. This is true. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on from the ledger hat. We know it's awful. We know it's going to contribute to the head injuries. Let's take a look at our next numbers tweet. Moving on, something a little bit more serious numbers related. Let's dive into this. This is actually Walton provided this for us in this episode. And let's dive into this tweet. Mononautical. So far this November, BRC20 related transactions. Look at this. If, PR, if people who don't know what BRC is, we, we've done a, a clip about uh, a few clips actually about uh, the, the shit coins that exist on Bitcoin. That's what BRC20 tokens are. Anyways. Paid 895 BTC in fees, 35.8% of all transaction fees for 1,009, I don't know, what is that, MVB? Uh, might. I got to look that up. I don't know. I, all, all, all this tweet is telling me, all this tweet is telling me, and I'll tell you exactly what I'm seeing right here, is that these VCs have figured out 
that instead of spending money on a marketing budget, they can drive the narrative saying, we fixed Bitcoin's security budget, right? They're just taking marketing dollars and throwing them into these transactions so that in a few months or in a year when they're pitching whatever they're, look, look what this did for Bitcoin already. We fixed the security budget. This has built in uh, its value. You know, it's total oh, bullshit. Uh, magical uh, virtual bite. Okay, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to pop it up in the show so that we know what the hell an MVB is. But anyways, it takes 36.8% of the block space. I do agree with you, Greg. And it's across 5.5 million transactions. 53% of all transactions. Okay. So those numbers, right? Those are numbers. Doesn't really mean much to me. What it tells me, though, what it tells me, sadly, is that there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that for some reason don't really understand Bitcoin's value proposition and they honestly think that gambling on this vapor crap is somehow going to provide them a return. This is the problem. This is not collectors, okay? These are not collectors, people who just are genuinely passionate about some type of digital art or something like that. These are people that are hoping on a return, okay? And what these people just need to understand is, is that the people creating this stuff and the people marketing this stuff, they are the ones that are making the alpha. They're the ones making the alpha. Mm -hmm. No, it's just, it's a shrewd marketing move on their their behalf. I bet they spend less on marketing than they did on jamming all of their inscriptions through on a few transactions over a couple of days, right? And then they can just look back look back at that and use that as data to point. Look how we fixed it, and then the maximalists are gonna have to wait fucking three years to be like, no, look, you broke it, you fucking idiot. It wasn't worth anything ever. You got tricked again. You should be buying Bitcoin and sitting on it for eight years before even thinking about moving. It's a very good point. That's a very good point. And this is why we often harp on, you know, on the, the fact that Bitcoin is a savings. It's a form of savings technology that that's what it is. Like it's, it's not, it's not here to be an investment or anything like that. It's here to be savings technology. And for some reason, for some reason, people just decide that I don't know if it's hodling is too boring or what it is. I personally don't find it boring in all honesty. I, I don't find hodling boring at all. I actually find it, uh, you know, mentally, mentally challenging, right? Because you're always hearing news, especially if you're in the Bitcoin space, right? If you're just hodling and you're never really paying attention and you're just constantly accumulating Bitcoin, I think it's a lot easier. But if you're in this space and you're paying attention to the, the constant cycle of corporate backed FUD on a daily basis, it's like a roller coaster. Right. It is like a roller coaster, even though, you know, that you're not going to sell your Bitcoin based on any of this bullshit. You're not just going to go and convert it into fiat out of fear because of any of this BS. It's still a roller coaster of information. That's funny, too, because it's a uh, our little sector of the economy call it crypto. You can see how fiat institutions drive the bubbles for all the um, Oh my God, I'm losing these words. But you can see how these, these these fiat institutions drive the business cycle bubbles in a microcosm with Bitcoin. Because like, here it is, you see the money coming in on the front end, they're gonna sell you shit at the top and rug you. And there's your bubble. That's how, that's how bankers make this fucking money. That's how VCs make this money. They create the market, push it up to the top with marketing, rug you, and then you're out of the, you, you, you don't get your money back. You don't even get your money back. Fuck, uh, fuck revenue, fuck profits. You don't get shit. Sorry. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. And for some reason, people encourage these grifters. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Crypto Man Ran or something like that, he has some bullshit product called Bubbles. And like, it's all like just, or crypto bubbles or something like that. And it's essentially like, it's all these like communities that get together and talk about crypto. And you can essentially, what you can do is, right, you can take a look at these bubbles and figure out like which communities are growing fastest and which ones are getting, right? Because remember that the shitcoin narrative is always about the community, right? The community that drives the tech, that drives the adoption, that drives the feature set. Oh, you want it. I know you want it. I just saw the hot dog meme. I just saw the hot dog, the hot dog JPEG. I just saw the fucking... I, that's all I saw was the hot dogs. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I know you were doing the other one with the guy, like, you know. But... No, no uh, whatever. Hot dogs works. I know, I know Aaron Hans is going to pop on here later, take that screen cap and throw hot dogs at me. <laughs> he, he definitely is. He definitely is. All right. Anybody. Guys, 
that wraps up the numbers and we are going to move it on over to the fireside chat the fireside chat is brought to you by cyphersafe check them out at cyphersafe.io as the bull run comes closer, we hear more and more about hacks. You need to keep your seed safe. Store your seed in the Cypher Grid. Comes with this awesome little punch tool, and you can grab them at cyphersafe.io. If you appreciate high-quality Bitcoin art, check out the Bitcoin Rollo Triangle from cyphersafe.io. Bitcoin art made by fellow Bitcoiners, that's 16 ounces of solid titanium, the Bitcoin Rollo Triangle. Check it out at cyphersafe.io. Welcome back, everyone. We are diving into the fireside chats. And of course, it's no surprise. We've got Greg Zaj from the Meme Factory joining us. Greg, you're in the hot seat. We are going to, yeah, that's right. We're going to ask some very difficult questions. So there's going to be a lot of the hot dogs on the face moments. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Of course. I'm going to get dirty right away. Okay. And here's the first question. Yeah, it's going to be bad. All right. So why, uh, what's, what's the deal with the meme factory? Why did you guys, how many, how many of you are there or aren't there? And why did you guys start doing the, the meme factory? Look, as we all know, uh, the meme factory doesn't exist, but, uh, if it did, there might be roughly 11 members. Uh, <laughs> and why yes. did we start it? Yes. <sighs> We were all already in a chat and Bitcoin was far less adopted than it is today. So people in our normal friends and family circles just weren't talking about Bitcoin and we're kind of tired of us talking about Bitcoin. Uh, and we all were just making memes about it together and laughing at each other's memes. And we thought it'd be funny to uh, keep doing that and uh, have a little chat where we could keep it all in house and keep each other sane through the uh, through the ups and downs of the bitcoin cycle and now now the goal is pushing bitcoin adoption just as fast as we can possibly make it happen that is a wonderful canned response and i really appreciate i really appreciate your candor it's fantastic all right now was that a candid response or a canned response <laughs> Right, like okay. that, that, that was a canned response. Like, I've, 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 yeah, that, that was a canned response. I feel like. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's okay. You don't have to apologize. I'm sure. an idiot, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, because you know what? The whole time while you're explaining that, I'm thinking, where the hell is Greg hiding, Sweet Toshi and Labra? Labra's not hiding. He's on Noster. So, okay. Fine. I That's uh, my gotta, give, gotta give the props. Labra told us there was only ever going to be 21 Labra huddle, and he was never coming back. And he pushed the limits on those last two and got them canned quickly. Now he's off on Nostra. He's not coming back. Uh, Sweet Toshi, I, we, we Toshi. knew where he was. We loved that guy. Um, or girl. Whoever is he okay? Name. Is she okay? I, I think he, she is doing just fine. Uh, okay. I imagine uh, Sweet Toshi was an OG. So I imagine he's on an island somewhere at this point. I miss him. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to yeah. lie. He's one of my favorite Bitcoin memers. And yeah. Whenever I, whenever I see the meme factory, I think, where the hell is Sweet Toshi? He was, uh, he was, I hit him. He was palling around with us at the time the whole thing formed up. And then uh, he just, he disappeared just as quickly almost. Okay. So look, but before we dive into some more meme factory stuff, I, actually, no, this is pretty meme factory stuff. I, I was, I was thinking of the having party, you know, my brain, it doesn't work very well. All right. What are the qualifications for getting into the meme factory? Uh, we have an application Honestly, page. No, no, hold on, hold on. Before I, before I let you answer that question, I just want to point out, I have been making terrible memes for like four years now, okay? And all of you hate me. Like, I don't mean just the meme factory, okay? Like all of these meme factions, nobody wants me in their meme faction. What, what are the qualifications for getting into these meme factions? I mean, I've had some bangers with at least 30 likes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, I mean, we uh, to get into the meme factory. It's a. Uh, Let's start with that. How do you get into hey, the meme factory? And then we can talk about Phil's rejection. Why is the, Phil rejected? You, were, you weren't rejected. There was no application. I never saw an application. Tell me about but, the application. Uh, the applications. It's a uh, memefactory.com/slash/apply, I believe. But uh, I'll throw a link up on my on my Twitter so people can take a look at it. We're and gonna then, put it in the show notes for people who want to apply to the meme factory. Exactly. It'll be in the show notes. Um, so yeah, you've got to go through the whole form that's there, fill out all the information, and then uh, we 
we we look at all we look at everything we receive and try to try to make a, a valid decision um and then once we have candidates for acceptance into the meme factory it is uh it needs to be a unanimous decision unanimous decision uh and that is unanimous. really yeah that's really it. hard to achieve really really hard to achieve <laughs> that's that's really why that's uh we had uh i think rope was the last edition and uh we, we, I think we may, may or may not have some candidates on the table, but uh, we haven't put anything to a vote. All right. So ultimately, you, you no, so hold on a second. Hold on. I'm, I'm stuck on this unanimous decision now that I look. Yeah. I'm kidding. Obviously, I know what that means. Um, but I, I was just thinking about this. Do you do you put a poll together? Is is that yeah, what everybody? We've got does? a Telegram channel. We'll throw a poll up. And is this person? Do we bring this person in or no? Yes, no. Okay, so what happens when it's, has it ever been 50-50? Uh, it's been worse than 50-50. Yeah. No, but 50-50 is like pretty much like who makes the decision in that case? Like, do you have a tiebreaker? What's the tiebreaker? What's the tiebreaking? Is it, does it have to be a tiebreaker? No, no, it's, it's not a simple majority. So you, Oh, it's you not to, a simple majority. So Everybody's vote. It needs to be unanimous. Oh, yeah. I forgot what that meant. Yeah, you're the worst brain in the whole space. I look, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's Friday, right? It's, it's, it's Friday. It's fucking Thanksgiving. You're look. This is our Thanksgiving special. Nobody can expect miracles. Should we've you, had we've had multiple votes. Made. We've had multiple votes on the same okay. people. So hold on a second. No, so let's go back to this unanimous decision. Now that I remember what that what that word means. Mm -hmm. What happens in the case that there's like one person, two people that don't want that person in? Like, what do you guys do? Do you all start to to non try to pull that person in or is it just no, a simple, okay we can't do this don't do it well, i mean there might be there have been situations where there were concerns where one or two people were bringing up i don't know if this is a good fit because blah 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 and we then hash out some things and either it works or it doesn't but uh the reason we decided on unanimous decisions is uh, it's my fault um i brought sailor into the chat at one point and everybody blew up at me because respect respect to the to your colleagues you know what to your colleagues uh, sailor sorry didn't get a unanimous decision you're out and uh <laughs> look man he doesn't get to get, he, he doesn't get to join the meme factory because he makes ai memes okay he doesn't get that we, we were all simping four years ago it's uh it's a matured audience Listen, since that's right okay We've matured since then. At first, at first we were enamored by his Bitcoin purchases. Now he's just robbing us blind. Okay, let's leave some. Leave some. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Stop grabbing the price up. I don't earn money as fast as he does. No. <laughs> are you kidding me? No. I don't earn fiat as quick. I borrow it as fast. They don't earn it as fast. Damn it. Pain. Okay, so hold on a second. Hold on. We, we, we you, you skipped over an answer. Yeah, no. You think I don't notice these things because I'm not the smartest. You can't answer my question. No, you didn't answer my question. You understand You didn't answer it. You're talking. Why are you talking? You can't. Okay. What did I miss? What did I miss? This is what you missed, okay? What is the actual criteria to get in? I get you get the the unanimous decision, but like, do you guys vote on memes? Or is it like memes and attitude? Or is it, does follower count have anything to do? I, I guarantee you nobody's ever asked you this crap before, but guess what? No, follower I, count has nothing. Like and we're having a good time. So. No, I think, uh, I'm going to make you spill the beans. Rope <laughs> may have had like less than a thousand followers when we brought him in. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's rope though. I mean, if you're making us all, you guys paid attention. Let's be honest. If you all laugh, then uh, you get a good job. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Make, if you're making us all laugh, that's that's the the real key. Okay, so. entertainment value, entertainment value. So, which is I'm not really sure why. Was that attitude or meme? Is it because his memes made you laugh, or him as a personality made you laugh? Uh, well, I mean, to start with, his memes were making us laugh, and then his personality was the you know the real icing on the cake. Yeah. You know, we didn't have any people who liked their siblings that much before him. I can't disagree. <laughs> Nothing that you've said is inaccurate. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so the meme factory, look, you, you guys did the uh, the yellow plushie, okay? Um, I'm not going to lie. I got one because you know me. I'm a sucker for swag. I uh, can't help it. What's on the horizon? It's on the horizon for the meme factory. Well, uh, the meme factory works 
And I've got uh, Cedric Youngleman to thank for this, uh, this framework. The Mirror Factory works as close as possible to how the Wu-Tang Clan functioned, where you've got a bunch of people who do their own thing, and every once in a while they come together under one banner. And stuff like the yellow plushie came out of that, or the uh, the merch store, or what's coming up next is the having party. So, and these are all ideas that came from different members in the group, and they have to make it on their own merit. It's uh, anything we do is usually is is going to be an opt in. So, some of them come up with an idea. Some people say no. Some people say yes. If money's required to make the the thing go forward, if you don't put the skin in the game. You're not going to reap any benefits from it. So if you want to do it under the banner, you've got to get the unanimous, yeah, unanimous approval or at least unanimous funding or funding from the people who want to be part of that particular project in order to make it go forward under the banner. Very well explained. I, I got to admit, uh, I like that. And I, I got to pull up a, a nerdy fact, right? Wu-Tang stands for witty, unpredictable talent and natural game. No, it doesn't. That's yes, awesome. It does. Look that up, man. It's like, yeah, it's hey, look, I, I'm a geek and Wu-Tang Clan came out when I was like uh, 12 years old or no, I was like 13 or 14. Yeah, that's right. I'm a Gen Xer. So as you could imagine back then, nobody had ever heard any kind of hip hop like that, you know, and it just totally freaking blew our minds like that. I that thought was it was. Insane. I thought it was from a uh, like an old Kung Fu movie. Like there was yeah. a Wu-Tang Clan. But you're saying it's an actually an acronym. It's an actual, yeah, it's an actual acronym. But obviously, like it's totally based on it, it's totally based it's totally on based. Shaolin, right? Like the the Shaolin okay. ninjas and stuff like that. And actually, there was, if I'm not mistaken, there was a documentary, uh, not a documentary, what kind of a documentary on Netflix uh, about it, which was pretty cool. And I don't remember it. That's right. So I'm going to leave everybody. I don't hanging. think this exists. This is like the meme. It factor. does. It totally it's, exists. I'm not making make this shit up. You're going to make me go look at Netflix. There's nothing there. You're just burning my time later on today, and you're laughing about it already. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, we're gonna do some of that ASMR stuff. I'm gonna find <laughs> that link, and you're gonna get that link. Yeah, do it public. Put it up on Twitter. You, you think I have no shame? I'm gonna find it. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna find shit. Find it. It's there. It's, it's, it's family dinner, and you're gonna forget. You told me you were gonna find it. All right, he's making fun of me on my own show. This mm -hmm. is, you guys are lucky. You guys are lucky that I like you, and I'm lucky that you like me. Not okay. only am I making oh. fun of you on your own show, it's now partially my show because I'm a host. You are you co -host. Co You did this. I made him co. You and point your finger at somebody. Yeah, three more pointing back at you. Let's <laughs> go host for the episode. It's just the episode. Okay. All right, we're gonna talk about the big thing right now. Um. So yes. Uh. You know. The having party, not going right. to lie, that's coming up. As you know, Greg, I am a shut-in. I, I don't leave my house, so it's nothing against you guys, right? I just, I don't leave because that's who I am. One day, maybe that changes with enough therapy. I, I leave. <laughs> but for now, I don't. <laughs> so for the people who will be going to the having party or want to go or are interested in going, all right, let, let's talk about the having, right? The first thing is the having is every two, what is it? 210,000 blocks, the Bitcoin having reward cuts in half. Right now it is 6.25, I believe. And we're yeah. going to be going down to 3.125. Now for the viewers, tell us, what do you guys have in store? What is the having party and what do you have in store for everyone? All right, so the having party, uh, remember we, uh, we went a little earlier talking about how ideas get propagated through the meme factory. Yes. Sean, Big Sean Harris, Big Sean, was really mad that he had spent the last having online in his boxers, drinking and watching Pomp crack a beer on, on, his, on his monitor. And he was like, this is, this is it? This is the having that I get? Like... All right. I mean, I get that the price is going to run, but what's with the what's what's the pop and circumstance here? Why don't I have uh, why don't I have something cooler? So Sean came up with the idea that not only should we throw something for Bitcoiners to celebrate this event that happens every four years, roughly every two hundred ten thousand blocks. Um, he wanted to have it centered in El Salvador. You know, essentially, you know the. Bitcoin capital of the world, the first country to make it legal tender. Um, so we did our best to guesstimate when a halving was going to happen. You can't guess it exactly correctly, but uh, 
it's scheduled for April 3rd through the 5th. Um, it'll be at a hotel named the, uh, the world, the Cameroon. It's got, uh, events. It's got, uh, if, if you've bought a ticket and bought your hotel, uh, room, you've got, uh, food and drink included, uh, through the entire thing. Uh, I asked Sean for some talking points on the having before I popped on here and he says, he doesn't want to give away a ton just yet. Okay. Says, uh, but we're going to have games, uh, Bitcoin trivia, live entertainment, specifically uh, cultural shows, uh, possibly some other live entertainment. And then like the stuff that comes naturally at the hotel, you've got surfing, you can do morning walks. Uh, we're going to have speakers. Um, we don't want it to be like kind of like a conference where it's all you all you've got is the speakers. Yeah. And so uh, it's more of going to be like a choose your own adventure thing. So if you want to come and you want to hang out with your family and enjoy other people who are there celebrating the same thing as you, that's available to you. If you want some of the conference feel, that's gonna be available to you with uh, workshops and conferences and cultural shows. Um, you know what? As I'm listening to this, I'm thinking you guys should do like a Satoshi hunt, you know, hiding QR codes all over the place or something like that. Not that I'm looking for a reason to get you to give away SATs. It's already been discussed. Totally not. <laughs> and, and I just did that and I, and I suck. I, I know I do, but you know, that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's um, we'll have we'll have entertainment, we'll have education, we'll have, we'll, we'll have we might have a scavenger hunt. That that that's a great idea, and it's been a idea. You know, people would be interested in that. Gets people to move. Not that Bitcoiners don't move, because Bitcoiners are the move. You know, more of the movers. Like we we see that the, the shitcoiners tend to have the other non-moving body types. But also, if you, if you're like me and you're you're a homebody or you're you don't like. Uh, I'm not, I'm not super big. I'm kind of an introvert. Like I'm not super big on like socially socializing with large groups of people It wears me out. So like, if you want to just sit by the pool and have drinks with your family and then like maybe talk to a few people, it, every, anything you want to do will be available for you. <laughs> Stop not, encouraging me, Greg. Stop encouraging yeah. me. We're not trying to alienate anybody except for shit corners. Yeah. And, and that should be the goal, right? Like that, that yeah. should definitely be the goal. I, I mean, I, I like that, man. I appreciate it. And you know what? We're going to put a link to all of that in the show notes. And as I explained to Greg before we, we started the show, I, I suck. And Pleb Underground has a referral link for the having party. But because I'm I, I'm such a degenerate, I always forget to shill it. And we're, we're going to put it in the show notes. So if people want to go to the having party, you could use our link. You could also not use our link and just go to the having party. Uh, what is it? Havingparty2024.com? Is that it? Uh, Bitcoinhavingparty.com. BitcoinHavingParty.com. We are going to have those links in the show notes. And guys, that wraps up. That wraps up the fireside chat. And so we are going to... Pardon? It's so much warmer now. Isn't it? It's cozier. It's a little cozier. The fire. It's not bad. We, we like the fireside chat. It makes people happy. Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to move on over to Wrecked. <laughs> Wrecked is brought to you by BTC Pins. Check them out at btcpins.com. Use the code PLEB Underground for 5% off. Awesome pins made by a fellow Bitcoiner. As always, I got to show off my collection. You know it. Got to love it. btcpins.com. Use PLEB Underground for 5% off. All right, guys, let's dive into Wrecked. I. I, I can't help it. I, I couldn't help it. Greg, I don't know if you saw this tweet, but this this is this is wrecked. Um, yeah, it's a tweet from Bitcoin Magazine, Justin. The first ever Bitcoin Crocs shoe has officially launched. No. Just when you thought David Bailey couldn't get more desperate. <laughs> this is... Okay, so let me ask you this. Better, equal, or worse than the Ledger hat? Don't get me wrong. Head injuries are much worse. Than, I know. Than 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 being. This one hurts your soul. This one hurts you in the soul, not in the brain. But yeah, uh, kind of like th this kind of this one kind of calls in like more stuff like kneecapping, right? Like you're less likely to get a bludgeoning to the head. Uh, and of course, we're not advocating for any kind of violence or anything like that. We're just talking about yeah. if you decide to wear something that advocates possibly. Um, how much money you have or that you may be well-to-do, sometimes, unfortunately, it, it invites poor behavior, um, you know, from people who think they should be entitled to take it from you. I just have to give that caveat because it is YouTube. And, of course, we are evil for even trying to discuss something this ridiculous. Uh, sorry, Greg, go ahead. I don't know, man. It's just that uh, you and I know there's the Bitcoin shoe has been done before. and it has, it, But but 
has it been done with this much in your face? So, so the, the previous Bitcoin shoe was done in Bitcoin fashion, was, uh, wasn't ostentatious, right? It was subtle. Subtle, more subtle. Uh, and it seems like Bitcoin Magazine has taken a, uh, a different approach from the, uh, the approach. style all the way to the, uh, the chosen footwear. Like uh, a shoe, like, like, like a clown shoe. Like, like a clown shoe. It's, it's similar, similar to a clown shoe. And to answer your question, this is not as bad as the, as the, the ledger had asking for a $5 wrench attack, but um, the rest of it fits. Uh, this guy's, uh, the girl wearing this is going to be involuntarily celibate for, uh, for as long as they're wearing it. And they're going to, and, and they're going to wear like thick socks, right? I imagine if you, if you bought this shoe in the first place, you will thick also socks. be wearing like right below the knee. thick socks, yeah. right below the knee. Tube yeah. socks, tube yeah. socks, the big white ones with the, like, yeah. With the so am I understanding this correctly? You, you are more, you, and again, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but you're, you're more of an advocate for a kneecapping, a possible uh, amputation of the foot over a head uh, bludgeoning. Correct. I think these say these screams stay away from me to everybody. Yes. Whereas the hat is is calling out to somebody in particular. Um, either way, uh, neither of them look like great investments. Um, I'd probably stay away from both. I'd stay away from them too. I'd stay away from them too. Okay, so those are terrible shoes, and uh, yeah, Dave Bailey, Bitcoin Magazine. I love some of your stuff, but this, this is not it. This is mm -mm. not. No. Mm -mm. All right, it looks on. like it looks like a wizard yeah. made that shoe. You know what? It's got that ordinals vibe. It does, it does have that ordinals vibe. It screams ordinals. Yeah, it does. It screams. Mm -hmm. It's it's it screams. You probably have to wait. It screams wealth. You probably have to wait for this shoe to clear all the way to your house. <laughs> and when it gets to you, it's not worth as much as you thought it was when you bought it. it sure isn't. And you probably can't sell it. No, you can't. No, you can't. I mean, look, again, you, people know me. I'm a collector, right? I like to keep things in mint condition. So I, I do see a case for collectors possibly buying these, hiding them, and keeping them in mint condition because one day they may be able to sell them to a greater fool. This is possible. Uh, you know what, though? It's possible. You think you'd make more buying sats? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I think I'd be happier, too, owning sats. Yeah, you'd make, you'd make out better with sats. You're right. I would make out better with on that. any time frame. And, that, and, that, and any guys, pick a time frame. This is not investment advice. It's not investment advice, but it is a good time to bring up our. Special. No, no. Well, hold on. We got to bring up our our message by BTC Delica. Right? Not your keys. Not your coin. Keep your Bitcoin off of exchanges. We've got links in the show notes to help you stay sovereign. Okay. Anyways, moving on. That's right. We're going to go to the next wreck because they're uh, sorry. Yeah, the next wreck. There's so much more. Not that it really matters because Bitcoiners, we don't care about Binance, right? But as we all know, CZ this week uh, had to um, take the round of humiliation and pass the torch off to the legacy system, right? They let him have his fun in the sun. He's allowed to be rich, but he stepped on some toes. So he's been replaced with this guy, friend to the World Economic Forum, Richard Tang. That's right. That's right. What do you what are your thoughts on this before we dive into the uh, the, the, the next? My first time seeing it, but this whole thing reeks of somebody wants control of the shitcoin casinos. Somebody wants control of the exits. Somebody wants control of the exits, and this is a successful coup with one of them. That's a very good point. The World Economic Forum has been pushing all of these narratives by by twenty thirty. This this low energy future. This eating bugs future. I'm going to say it. I think they're lizard people. I know it sounds crazy. Tinfoil hat. Who else would be advocating, right, for all of this low energy, right, which is technically it means your body is cooler and you're eating bugs. Sounds like lizards. Just saying. Talking about the ones from Alpha Draconis or the ones that live under the surface? I don't understand what you just said. <laughs> Are you talking about some kind of a star system? Uh, yes. yes. And I think that's a, I think that's a star system. I mean, that was a good guess. It sounds like a star system. So I, I'm just talking about lizard people in general. I, I don't know what they are, but, but Christine Lagarde looks like a lizard person. Um, yeah, she, she does. And, and I mean, classic Klaus, lizard person. Klaus Schwab, I have a hard time because he also looks, so look, 
Klaus Schwab looks like Emperor Ming, right? For the people who've never who have ever seen Flash Gordon, you'll know this. This is more Gen X or Boomer talk, but like Emperor Ming, but he also looks like Doctor No, which is much more Gen Xer. So, mm. is it even? I mean, are we being clowned that that this guy genuinely looks like a comic book villain? I can't believe how comic book villain he looks it feels like i'm being clowned every time i look at klaus schwab because he is saying the things and looking like the things that i would expect out of a bond villain i agree with that i, I totally agree with that oh god okay Yet, he, huh? he continues to be a bond villain <laughs> he does continue he does continue to be a bond villain speaking of bond villains here's a person that is not it's much more like a bond court jester Shout out to Pleditor. If you don't follow Pleditor, I think you should. He puts out some great Bitcoin content, and we, we'd love to get him on the show so we can shoot the shit with him. I No offense to you, Greg. You are absolutely awesome, but we would also like to get Pleditor at some point. Yeah, I've I'm, never edited anything. I'm trying to be rude, you know? <laughs> All right, let's dive into this tweet. Pleditor, this is not an old clip of Ben. This clip was from today, and if you haven't been following the whole um, Ben Armstrong um saga of him getting kicked out of hit network but even before that shilling just you know everybody knows he shills absolute dog crap gets all kinds of noobs wrecked and just has absolutely zero self-awareness let's take a look at this clip um ftx token skyrockets over 40 percent as binance faces legal battle guys I, on this video i put out today i say guys buying ftt is is not a bad choice right now i don't think so i think accumulating ftt right now is good um ftx <laughs> token I don't even I don't even know what to say. About Guys, I think uh, accumulating Enron right now is a really good idea. Yeah, it's it's a great idea, right? Oh, world you, you, you just you can't trust these guys. I mean, not that I would expect anyone to, but but for the people that sit there and cheerlead these guys, like you, you can see in some of the. I mean, of course, I just see Bitcoiner comments at the top because you know, I'm a Bitcoiner. But some of these comments, you know, some of these people are cheerleading him and sitting there saying, "Don't listen to the haters." Like the dude gets paid to shill you shit coins you are the exit liquidity his what? price sheet got leaked huh his price sheet got leaked remember yeah, that? that's right, well, that's that's right. right. His got leaked this the menu for what you could pay ben to say and do is available and his argument his argument that this was what i did not understand was his argument was ha ha you're you're showing old information <laughs> so, wait a second. so now his prices have gone up so that means it's it's okay Yo, Greg, it's all good. His prices have gone up. He's not, he's not chilling you garbage. He's accounting for inflation. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm really sorry, but this clip of Ben wrecked FTT. Yeah, this, this is not the advice you're looking for. This guy is one of the lowest of the low. Like, you said it. I mean, he's got no no idea. He no self-perception. He doesn't see who he is or what he's doing. He just doesn't give a shit. He's, no. He sees that he's created a, a money funnel for himself. In his mind, because he's in, because he's quote unquote doing well, right? Financially, in his mind, he's doing good things, right? Yeah. Like that. That's that's what he's convinced himself of. And to be perfectly honest, that's what the majority of the crypto scammers convince themselves of, uh, is that oh well, I'm doing good things. And this is where you start getting into that weird mental gymnastics of the net positives. Like he's even whitewashing, he's orange washing what he's got going on. He's got BTC mentioned in that side sidebar right there. Oh yeah, that's right. Always, always, because he right. loves Bitcoin. He loves Bitcoin. Oh, he loves it. Without Bitcoin, he wouldn't have a uh, side scamming business. These guys all love Bitcoin, but they all want you to buy their shit coins. Anyways, we're gonna move on from Ben. This is the main part of Wrecked, guys. Ah, uh, we got to get into this conversation, right? I know that this wallet is very popular amongst noobs, especially amongst people who do not have their own uh, their own Bitcoin nodes. So let's dive into it. Wallet of Satoshi to our valued Wallet of Satoshi community in the United States of America. We've dedicated ourselves to providing the best Bitcoin experience with Wallet of Satoshi, being at the forefront of lightning usability and adoption. However, we've made the difficult decision to remove our app from the U.S. Apple and Google App stores and will not serve U.S. customers going forward. This decision doesn't come lightly. Our commitment to providing a secure, user-friendly, and compliant platform globally is unwavering. Our top priority is the safety and interests of our customers and our company. I'm going to show some choice comments out of, uh, out, of, out of the Bitcoin community. I also want to add that this happened just after the, uh, the Binance 
the big Binance deal where they got charged $4.3 billion. CZ had to pay $150 million out of his own pocket. We covered that in a clip. Okay, let's, uh, let's take a look at some of the feedback. Here's a tweet from uh, Francis Puglio. Uh, also, uh, awesome follow. Uh, this is, the, uh, this is the, uh, I believe, the, the CEO and the creator of Bull Bitcoin. Great product. Not a sponsor of the show, just saying it's a great product because I've used it and it was very helpful and I found it to be a great product. Anyways, let's dive into what he had to say. Kudos to Wallet of Satoshi for shutting down their service in USA. I can only assume that operating in the land of three-letter agencies required making unacceptable compromises. Operating a Bitcoin business in the USA is high risk and must be soul-crushing. Interesting. Interesting take. Okay. Let's take a look at what Jameson Lop had to say about this one. Unsurprisingly, the most popular Lightning wallet is shutting off access to, U to US users. Why? Wallet of Satoshi is custodial and doesn't KYC its users. This makes them a target to get charged as an unlicensed money transmitter. Bank Secrecy Act violator. Self-custody. Fuck the world. Okay. Now, of course, I, you know, I didn't necessarily want to shill Jameson, Jameson's tweet uh, because we all know that he has, uh, he has shilled the shit coins, uh, INX, Grin Token, and you know, we all know that Kaza, Kaza uh, provides uh, custody services for for ETH. Anyways, um, besides that, though, I I do appreciate his take. I, I don't think um, that that was necessarily a bad take. And I do think it brings up some really interesting concerns, right? Like lightning for the most part gets used in a custodial way. I personally, I do have a, a Bitcoin core node. I have a lightning node. I use, uh, I recently starting, I recently started using Zeus LN as my, as my lightning wallet. And that connects and pairs right back to my node. Um, but I will admit for a long time, I was using stuff like Breeze, you know, or even even Blue Wallet, right? Even though Blue Wallet can go and connect up to your own Electrum server, you you can use it, you know, in a custodial way. Um, so sorry, in a non uh, sorry in a custodial way. <laughs> I always I always screw up the custodial and the non custodial. It's like who's hosting what, but but look, um, who's hosting your thoughts. I'm sorting out my thoughts. No, but but look, I mean, I never really got into the wallet of Satoshi thing. Um, I know that it was easier for a lot of people, but I do think this kind of had to happen. I do respect Francis's take. I do think that that is a good take, right? Like, look, they're, they're sending a message, right? They're sending a message that people are going to, people are going to have to figure out how to use non-custodial solutions, number one. Number two, it puts the onus on the people creating these non-custodial solutions to make better user experiences. And I'm not insulting the current user experiences that people are having. I'm just saying user experience is an evolving theme, right? Like if people were still getting the same user experience out of, out of a computer today that they were getting 20 years ago, we wouldn't be where we are right? Like you've got to refine it all. Anyways, ah, Greg, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, on wallet of Satoshi? My thoughts are similar to Matt Odell's. And if you'll bear with me, he, uh, he had a Noster post that said, uh, removing the app from us app stores abruptly with delayed comms indicates a level of panic from their team. That is a concern. The only responsible path forward requires deliberate action from the Wallet of Satoshi team to encourage users to withdraw funds ASAP. Otherwise, the next course of action is likely a panicked shotgun KYC of all users without notice. And that rang pretty true to me. So that was the best take I'd seen on it. That's a base take. That is a base take. What are your thoughts uh, on uh, what what are your thoughts on I I, I noticed like um some people kind of like some backlash on Twitter, you know, people saying like, Oh, you know, like, uh, how come, uh, how come you, you crapped on, you, not you personally, but how come people were crapping on Swan when they sent their letter, but nobody's crapping on wallet of Satoshi. It's like, it's two different things. Swan didn't shut down business in the U S yeah, that, that there's that, there's that aspect of it. I mean, it does kind of also show the, you know, kind of the bending of the knee, right. Um, to a certain extent, though, to a certain extent, um, there is money transmission involved. That's why they have a 
third-party custodian, right? Because you have to pay for these money transmitter licenses, so on and so forth. <sighs> I, you know, I, I just have a, I have a hard time with this one, man. It's, it sucks. You know, I, I just think it sucks for people, but at the same time, it's like, man, I never used this thing anyways. And I thought that we were supposed to be trying to learn how to use lightning in a non-custodial fashion, right? Wasn't that the whole point was that we would have these custodial solutions and, and then we would slowly move away from them. And what does this mean for platforms like voltage, right? That host light, right? That, that host lightning nodes for people. I, are they technically hosting money transmitters? Yeah, you money transmitting. Right. Mm, it's, uh, frustrating. it's frustrating. Somebody just wants to sit on top of that network and collect their fees as usual on top of, oh, a cheaper network. This is going to do it better for us. We don't need you. Go away. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Guys, let us know what you think. Put it in the comments. Like, what do you think about Wallet of Satoshi? Do you use it? Are you are you in the States? Are you upset with what's going on? Do you think this is like Matt O'Dell's take? Like, do, do you think that they, you know, preemptively did this and this, you know, sets a precedence? You know, no, I, like, think, I think he's absolutely right. I think, I think this looks panicked to me. Oh, yeah. No, th th this absolutely does. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. This wraps up Wrecked, and we are moving it on over to the Hopium. <laughs> the Hopium is brought to you by Represent. Awesome threads made by a fellow Bitcoiner. Check them out at represent.com. I am wearing the, well, wrong side, the Taco Plebs t-shirt, which... Like Walton always likes to tell you, you can't get it, but you can get awesome, awesome threads, much like it. They're great quality. You can get 10% off using the code plebunderground at represent.com. For the Hopium, got some, uh, got some good stuff. You probably already had these conversations over Thanksgiving, but we're recording this on Black Friday. So here you go. Tweet from Alistair Milne. Bitcoin talking points for this Thanksgiving. ETFs are coming. BlackRock, Fidelity. Yeah, we've been... We're just like, I mean, the ETFs is like a dead horse. That it, It's just, it's so gone. Uh, we, we've just talked too much about it. Anyway, so yeah. Having more or less five months away, inflation drops by 50%. I hate, I hate that it's the term inflation. Uh, no, you know, we, we know how much Bitcoin there's going to be. It's not inflating. The it, It's like, anyways. Available supply is inflating. Available supply, I know. Okay, up 135% from the bottom, still 46% below the peak. That's right, guys. If you were stacking sats at this time last year, you were a paying you were paying approximately fifteen thousand dollars, a little bit more than fifteen thousand dollars for a whole Bitcoin. That that's pretty crazy. QE is coming. Yes, that's right. They pretend they they're not going to print money, but they have no other financial tools. Um, election year is bullish. Meh, I guess so. Um, all the bad guys are in jail, except for CSW. No, not all the bad guys are in jail. We, we literally just showed you a Ben Armstrong video, okay? And not only that, Richard Hart just made oh. that, that documentary that came out with... How cringe is that? Anyways, Sorry. all right, so, so you, look, Thanksgiving with the family. I, I, I definitely had some Bitcoin conversations that, no lie, uh, lots of Bitcoin conversations explaining explaining the value proposition of Bitcoin. Greg, did you breach this topic during the, the family conversations? And I have been breaching the Bitcoin topic at Thanksgiving since about mm -hmm. 2016 with, uh, with one person in particular who has been hesitant to make any purchases since mm -hmm. 2016. And uh, he thought it was important to bring it up to me first this year. Uh, Joe, I'm talking about you. Um, and the conversation was pretty crucial. How's that Bitcoin doing? And I was like, well, it's up 130%, 130% this year. And uh, I mean, I, know, I don't know why you keep asking me. You should buy it. Yeah, I mean, I've been telling you to buy it since it was about $300. And he got really mad and walked away. And I counted that as a win. He's already wealthy. He that sounds like, that sounds like, a, oh, he's already wealthy. That, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's problem. <laughs> already got lots of fiat dollars. Yeah, the, the fiat people, the, the fiat dollar guys, you see, the only way you can get to them, okay, is if is if they understand censorship resistance. So you need somebody who's gone through some bad shit that's rich. And those people are like, okay, you know what? I'm paying attention. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like in my case, I'm not rich, but I went through some bad shit. So like, I get it. <laughs> I'm yep. like, you don't even have to tell me about number go up. I don't, I don't care. I mean, obviously I enjoy it, but I don't give a shit. That's it. You, it's had fine. The, you had me at the government cannot stop you. <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. I mean, all right. where do I buy more? Yeah, exactly. Like that, that's all it was. It's like, I can control where this goes. I can send as much as I want. Okay. We're good. I don't know. I've, I've honestly, with family gatherings, I've, for the most part, stopped bringing up Bitcoin because everybody, everybody knows my position at this point. <laughs> everybody knows my position. So right. when anybody, They're not going to ask you. They don't want to hear it. Now I just play conversation sniper. So when somebody brings up uh, you know, something that they've done well on or something in the financial spectrum, I'll just like throw a Bitcoin stat in there. Like, oh, I'm up, I'm up 20% of my pharma stocks this year. Oh, it's cute. I'm up 137 percent of my Bitcoin this year. Cute. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Anytime people make comments like that, for some reason, I always picture this this meme that came out the first time that that Trump ran for president, and it was it was Trump standing in front of like this tiny little wall of bricks, holding up like a measuring stick, and it says, "I'm building a wall." <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so cute. You know, like, and again, I'm not a, I'm not dumping on Trump or anything like that. I'm just explaining how funny the meme is. I don't care about politics, but I, I'm just saying like, I, that, that's what I think of when I, when I picture that, when anybody tells you, oh, you know, something like that, it's like, oh, how cute, you know, <laughs> cute. you got the kid version. Oh, you got Lego. You I know? remember when I gambled on stocks. That was yeah. cute. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's funny. Life-changing, bud. Let me know when you need to store your wealth somewhere. <laughs> Let me know when you get it. I'll be here. <laughs> Let me know how you feel after this next round of QE. Okay. <laughs> oh, you think that you think you think that ten dollar stick of butter is expensive now? Wait, oh. it's twenty. In four years, it's going to be a twenty dollar stick of butter. It's I, I have. I do have to say. I do have to say. Um, doing the grocery shopping and going into the grocery sure. store and paying fifty five dollars for like four items. I know it. I know that somebody's gonna be like, "Well, what items did you buy?" Trust me, they were not worth fifty-five bucks. I don't give a shit which way you slice this. Okay, it's not fifty-five dollars worth of food. It just is not. But it is because the money is crap. So it's actually probably worth more than fifty-five bucks. Let's be honest, right? They're still getting ripped off. I don't know what just happened there. I don't know what happened. Uh, you were complaining about food inflation, which I heard Thanksgiving was cheaper this year than it's been in the past years. Well, Thanksgiving so I don't know. was cheaper last year too. Right. Thanks. It was cheaper last year too. Hey, let me ask you. Speaking cheaper. of which, speaking of which, how how did the bean salad go over with everyone? Was everyone enjoying the the bean salad and the and the cricket cakes? Was that no? Cricket cakes. Cricket cakes. No. Cricket cakes. A lot of beef. <laughs> that just sounds gross. A lot of beef. A lot of cheese. <laughs> Nobody's eating that. <laughs> you know, you always have that that family member that that brings over the food that no one's going to touch. You know, it's like, it's like they bring over this thing and it's like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. No, I've heard tell of that. I, I'm a lucky person. There is not a dish at these family gatherings that doesn't go un- untouched. Everything's fantastic. Okay. And they've, all, they've, all, go, they've go, all gone through the filter of like, there have been dishes that have been removed. <laughs> <laughs> You've been stricken from the Thanksgiving menu. Uh, the, every dish currently is is a good dish. <laughs> you may sit at the table, but you may not bring food. Exactly. exactly. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. You are no longer in charge of the green bean casserole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is brutal. This is brutal. Okay. Moving on, moving on. We've 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 destroyed Thanksgiving. We, yeah, we've destroyed Alistair's tweet. Uh right, Alistair's tweet. Yeah, we're going to my tweet now. We're going to my tweet now. It's my tweet. My tweet. It's not your tweet. It's my tweet. Well, it's actually some other guy's tweet that I'm just making yeah, shots. But yeah, the finance guy, the finance guy decided to cell phone himself this morning, uh, complaining about family members, right? We can't get away from the Thanksgiving family members. Bitcoin is the future and 401k plans are a scam. Uh, in quotations, uh, cousin Tyler, the 22 year old living at home, working part time and day trading. Now, while the finance guy is wrecking how many people? 23.9k followers. While he's wrecking those those people, his 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 broke ass nephew, um, living at home, Sounds based as hell, saving money, staying at home. This while he's, his he's gonna wreck this guy. I hope. 
I hope he dances all over his cousin in four years at Thanksgiving. Let's just take a look at the decade, right? Let's just take a look at the decade. Bitcoin's 10-year return, right? And again, these are loose numbers, but here we go, okay? We're looking, if, if you do if you do some, some cherry picking, you're looking at approximately, and very loose cherry picking, okay? 2,546.8%. Now, when it comes to this, there is no cherry picking. There just is what it is. There's no loose list. There's no tightness. There, like This is what it is. The average 401k balance is up 39% in the past decade. Bitcoin is up 135% in a year, and this guy is calling himself a finance guy? I don't think that even beats inflation, Phil. 39%. Not You're sure losing doesn't. money in a 401k in real, in real terms. It does not beat inflation. This guy is wrecked. He doesn't even understand the self-own. Now look, I understand that it's difficult to listen to somebody in their underwear that lives with their parents. Okay? I understand that. That's why I moved out of my parents' house and I wear pants. Okay. That's it. That we solve the issues. We solve the issues here. Anyways, but besides that, the point is sometimes, right? Sometimes it's worth taking a listen to, right? Sometimes people's ideas, and I'm not talking about shit coins. I'm not talking about shit coins. Those are always bad ideas. Don't don't be an idiot. But certain ideas, when you examine them enough and you cannot find where they are broken may just be really good ideas. And that's what happens with Bitcoin. So in this case, right, the broke, the broke cousin, he's going to make it. Whereas the finance guy, he's not going to make it. Soy Jack. <laughs> Clearly defined roles. Clearly defined roles. I mean, this guy's about to become a meme. This guy's a like, he, he is about to become a meme. Okay. We're going to, this is our last thing for Hopium before we wrap it up. Greg has been an excellent sport. And that's right. That's right. We're going to finish off with some good HODL Hopium from Wicked at W underscore S underscore Bitcoin. Here we go for the first time ever, ever. More than 70% of all Bitcoin has been HODLed for more than one year. Ooh, kings and ducks. Oh, that was the number. Oh, you're doing that. I thought we were going to look at some sports, some sports ball. No, no, we're not looking at you. I'm not a sports dude. So look, to me, I guess I guess I would consider it hopium. Uh, I, I guess I consider that good things, right? Number one, it tells me this. The people that are buying Bitcoin, they're doing it. I, I think that we're seeing more conviction, which is very important. And this only happens, really. The conviction only happens when you do the actual research and you challenge your ideas. But more importantly that you're truthful about how you challenge your ideas. That, that's, the, that's the key. And in order to do that, you have to understand the, the problem that Bitcoin is solving. And anyways, that's how you end up being a shitcoiner because you don't understand the problem that Bitcoin is solving. And so you think you're going to solve it with this other crap. But take a look at that. 70%, right? Hasn't moved. Does this make you bullish? You find that some good hopium or not? And it, don't be shy. It doesn't have to be good hopium. Walton shuts me down all the time. He'll be like, that's crap. <laughs> like, no, that's fantastic hopium. That's, uh, right? you know, the more hodling, the, the faster NGU. But um, yeah, and I think we're coming into a bull run here. Uh, I think seeing that amount of hodling while the amount on exchanges goes down is incredibly bullish. Um, and I think we're in for some big numbers this coming bull run. But I think that uh, we've seen in the past people call for very high tops to these markets you uh, saw the samson tweet so the samson tweet i saw the hodl interview uh and while what, what's hodl calling for because i don't pay attention to him but what, what's he calling for it was he was he was mirroring samson's uh i just i want to say to anybody who is new in the space to fortify yourself for possibly not reaching numbers like that and don't don't ape in expecting numbers like that you know stack the sets that you can afford to save yes. and then pay your bills we're gonna sound cheesy so, now we're gonna sound make cheesy. it make it through the bear market without selling anything and then buy more okay and and, and why i'm saying we're gonna sound cheesy because i'm, I'm gonna quote vikingo right the stay solvent I mean, he's not wrong. Oh, oh, right? one, one more time. Who? Stay solvent. Vikingo. Vikingo. Yeah. 
You didn't you know, read, you read that as Viking? It's not Vikingo? I mean, I see V-I-K-I-N-G and I think Viking. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but... Or Vikingo, Vikingo. I've never heard of a Vikingo. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've even heard him say his own name. I mean, his own Twitter handle. I'm pretty sure he was himself as Vikingo. I'm feeling pretty self-satisfied and uh, superior right now. So if you take me down from this perch, we're going to have fighting words. (laughs) I mean, look, I... I'm not known for, you know, my correct pronunciation of, of many words. Um, so I, I could very well be wrong. I, no, I, could, I think we need well, him to weigh in on this. Because I don't know. I want to know if it's Vikingo and I've been saying Vikingo. I don't want to be the idiot. <laughs> Vikingo, you're going to need to, uh, you're going to need to chime in on the comments. Yeah, you're gonna Vikingo. To you're gonna or, to, uh, or hold the space. Yeah, hold. The comments. Or maybe I'm just like talking over you. That's okay. Every time you do Ah, can what? I talk now? <laughs> you can talk anything. It's your show. I mean, I'm just the co-host. I'm just the new co-host. You can talk anytime you want. Guys, don't worry. Walton's back next week with a with a rhyme. I can't rhyme, as you know, so I didn't even bother trying. I didn't even bother trying. All right, but guys, in, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, if for whatever reason you you you're a sadomasochist, the masochist, you just like pain. Um, Greg, how how do people get in contact with you? <laughs> oh, uh, Twitter at Greg Zadge one, uh, at the meme factory TM or at meme factory TM. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, uh and then, uh, a <laughs> host of other stock puppets like, uh, <laughs> Sus Corp or, uh, yeah, what's that? We keep, keep some of them secret so you can find out later, but, uh, you'll find me, you'll find me on Twitter or on Noster and pubs on my, uh, on my Twitter page. Uh, I won't name it out here cause then, uh, Phil will run out of time. If people, we're not running out of time. We can do whatever we want. This is our show, okay? This is my show. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Where do, right? What, what, what is the, what's that address again? Bitcoin having party.com. You heard it from Greg. You heard it from Greg. Check it out. That will be in the show notes. Guys, that does it for this episode of Underground. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Help us grow the channel. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms while Greg laughs. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us sats, check us out on Fountain.fm. You could stream us sats through Breeze. And normally, this is where Walton tells you to do it, but I'm going to. Guys, fuck shit coins. Catch you all on the next episode. Peace.